Welcome. Good to, Monday welcome, morning, everybody. Welcome to Oaken Bros. You're looking at 500 subscriber Oaken Bros. Very excited over that. We're actually over 500 now. Well, when let's, we check, let's, let's give everybody a, a minute to uh, to log on. Log uh, on, people. We have so much to talk about this Monday morning. Good Monday morning. They're coming out live. Live at you. 11. So we get the East, the West Coasters. Sharon. My honey buddy. Hey, Sharon. Yesterday Sharon. was yesterday was Kayla's birthday. It's my daughter's eighth birthday it was the best day of the year, according to my daughter. Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate that, Lauren. Thank you. Almost two weeks away from Maverick. Notice Eric did a little something different below. He put our handles there. What's up, Hubert? It is too early. It's 11 o'clock in New York, it. and I'm, I'm like, still is, not up yet. We're making this kind of more like a business podcast. We want to like try and grab like a live audience in the morning. And then on Wednesday night, we're going to do the, uh, like the happy hour, the, the nighttime happy hour show. We actually have a really cool show What's up, for Peter? Wednesday night. Eric thinks I look like I'm in pajamas. Please comment <laughs> that, I don't, that I don't look like it. It's my waffle shirt. It feels so good. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Kevin? What's up, Bob? Good morning, everyone. What's up, Ron? Ron was a guest on our show. You should look that up. Ron Gill, Oaken Bros on YouTube. We talk shop about limos. Limos. And this is not a limousine podcast, by the way. It's a business podcast. It's a successful journey podcast. Oh, <laughs> go cuddle with Holly. Goodbye. Go cuddle. Get back to bed. Chaz is like dad. He's like up at four in the morning. I could text Chaz 24 hours a day and he'll he's always gonna respond. He'll always respond. Going back to bed. Boring. <laughs> Can always count on Chaz. Always count on Chaz to make us feel like <laughs> shit every Monday morning. Every day. What a weekend, guys. Good morning, Robert. How's the limousine business? That's the question of the day, right? Like, yeah, that's what we want to cover. You know, it's, it sucks. I mean, back in January, we were at 750 employees. And in April, we were down to 35. It was horrible. And yes, it's gotten better, right? Eric and I are not complaining. We feel horrible. No, we, about we are complaining. Yes, I mean, we are complaining. It, it still sucks. We're still down between 70 and 75%. Um, but, you know, I want to say that we are playing a big part in the travel community or whatever part it is we're we're doing our part to help travel reignite and you know we're who the hell like really who is going to travel who is going to travel at this day in this time i mean i'm we're not going anywhere until we're vaccinated right like that's that's what we've all kind of come to agree yeah but you and, know and no there are there are a lot of people i mean that's just us so that would just be our opinion on the matter but like we put out these insane protocols and a lot of whenever I would post about them on Facebook, especially in the other groups that were associated with a lot of the operators are like, it's overkill. You don't need to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like it's what our customers want. So like, you know, you have to take your opinion. Your opinion doesn't matter. What matters is what is going to make people feel comfortable to get to, to start traveling again. and. That's it. And, and, and if you're going to think otherwise, then your, your wheels aren't going to be rolling. If you think you can think for the passenger, what makes them happy or it makes them feel comfortable traveling again, you're wrong. Right? Right. Right. I think that 
it, you know, yes, we did everything in our power to make people feel comfortable in the back of our cars, but ultimately it's up to the people if they want to travel because this is, this, this sucks. This is absolutely horrible. Boss COVID numbers. Yeah. You know, yeah, we going up. I, I listen, I, I don't know who's spiritual here, but we're Eric and I are pure spirituality. We believe that we are spiritual beings living in a meat suit and we don't believe in birth to death. I went to a medium last November, 2019. His name is George Anderson. He, we are, we is coming on the podcast in a couple weeks. And this guy didn't know who we are. He told my wife and I, my father told through, through this guy, you better buckle up because 2020 is going to be turbulent. And we thought, oh, Trump, the election, who the hell knows who's going to be running against. I thought I chalked it up all to the election. And then COVID hit. And I was like, oh, this is what my father from wherever the hell he is, it was talking about. Then I went to him in June. I had the same reading, you know, with this guy in June over a phone call. And we, you know, my dad came through the whole nine yards and my dad warned me that the worst is yet to come. Okay. The worst is yet to come. And I think that we're like seeing it right now. There were 80,000 new cases. You know uh, yeah. the other day in the country. I think, but one important thing that you have to look at is yes, there are more cases, but we are testing more than ever. <clears throat> That's one you sound. You sound like the president and, and yes, that is 100% no, we, true. We, we, are, we are testing now more than ever. Yes. And deaths aren't climbing as fast as coronavirus cases. Correct. So and that's, so we that's have, good news too. We have something now and we, we have a gentleman. We're interviewing him this Wednesday. His name is Ivor Cummins. I am obsessed with Ivor Cummings. Go go follow him yeah, on YouTube. That interview will be out in a couple of weeks. Just his name, he's, yeah. he's the fat emperor. He talks about low carb, um, high fat diets, uh, calcium scores. Ivor is the quintessential, like he's not even a doctor, but like he understands health. And he said, what I understand we were in a pandemic and the pandemic was the cases were high and the deaths were high. We are now in a case-demic where the cases are high, the deaths are not not as high as they used to be. It, could, could it climb more? Absolutely. I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. But from my research and what I'm seeing is that, yes, the case is going to get high and, yes, it's going to get much worse. Wear a fucking mask, everyone. Just wear a mask. This is not hard for anyone. It, if you you're know, going it out, helps. even if it, my theory is whatever you can do, even if it helps a little bit, it still helps. Yo, did so, you, do you listen to Joe Rogan, Eric? Um, not lately. You, you honestly, I've been, I've been, I, I've been too busy. Oken, I've, I've been too busy to consume, so I've just been creating. All right. Well, I, you know, I don't go to bed now till midnight, and I before I go to bed, my new thing is I just listen to Joe Rogan a little bit right before I go to bed, and I'm in Maynard's interview, Maynard uh, James Keating of Tool, right? favorite band of all time and Maynard had COVID Jamie who runs Joe Rogan's podcast. Jamie's the guy behind the camera. Um, they just moved down to Austin a couple months ago now and Jamie met a new girl. She's now taking him all around Austin, right? Cause these are LA guys, Joe Rogan and Jamie are LA guys and no one in Texas is wearing a mask. Jamie went to a bar, got COVID. Right. No, what from, but this the, is, you know, but the bottom, the bottom line is, Rogan. the bottom line is if you're a young person, chances are it's not going to be, you know, that terrible. Now, I still think that it, I still think that it's, you know, that you have to be careful, even if you say, oh, if I get it, I get it. But, you know, you can give it to other people. So that's why you should always be careful. But, you know, listen, I personally think even though the numbers are going up, that things are looking 
better as far as COVID is concerned, um, because not as many people are are dying. There, there still is, and one is too many. But um, you know, I think we're better than we were in in May. I think we're a little more used to it now. And yeah, and like it's it's a bit more. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. We're just used to it now. It's just everyone everyone got used to it. Right. And it's something that we're going to have to yeah. get used to if there's, I mean, the vaccine, I'm shocked that it I'm has, shocked. It's not out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but we started, you know, this goes back to what I was saying about testing. We have the ability now to test our drivers and employees if needed. Um, and, you know, just go on Google. And, and if you do a couple hours of research, you'll be able to find what we found too. And we're charging $65 for it. And, uh, you know, before you're, before you're, chauffeur can pick you up mike what are you doing i'm putting up my live stream so if there's any yeah. comments before your chauffeur can pick you up um you can have your you can have your driver tested and for anyone's frame of reference uh for anyone of the new subscribers because we did pick up a bunch of new subscribers michael's and i day job or just i don't want to say day job but just what we also do because you just kind of work 24 7 is we're um, international playboys yes <laughs> Eric and I are billionaires. We run, a, Playboys. Uh, we run a worldwide car service that caters to executives, celebrities, and the um, entertainment industry. And our the entertainment industry. Our parents started the business 50 years ago in their kitchen on Long Island. And Eric and I were born into the business and we love this business, but it's so it's it's it's, it's hard now. It's it's, it's, it's hard to it, love this business. It's depressing and it's hard. The challenge is really, really, really tough. But we're getting through it and you know what i was watching who who did i watch uh jesse what the hell is this guy's name hold on one second jesse um, the body ventura no hold on i have to go on tiktok because that's where i found him um jesse oh. seitzler are they the kid jesse who runs no to the mirror Jess, no it's it's this guy jesse lower 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 make it lower yeah, no, I know him. Yeah, he's awesome. So he founded Marquee Jet, just to FYI. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, and he sold it, and then he also founded like a coconut water company. NetJets bought. Marquee so Jet what he came up with, and it it was it, it was mind bending. He's like, why do certain companies stand the test of time, and why are certain companies Kmart, Sears, why why do some companies just die? Right. Even in, in the face of a, you know, in the face of a pandemic, you have certain companies that are thriving or they're surviving. Um, but then why do you have just some companies that die even under the best of economies? And he's like, it's because you have groups of C-level executives sitting in their offices, not wanting to rock the boat. So there's no innovation because all they want is their watch. They want their ring and they want to retire when they're 60, 65 or whatever. And that was really amazing. And that made me think of okay, why you have companies like Amazon, you have companies like Uber, and you know you guys know our thoughts on Uber, but these types of companies move fast and break things. And they say, okay, employees, do what you have to do. It's okay to make a mistake. You're not necessarily going to get fired. Let's see what we can do to disrupt, to innovate. And I want to say that Michael and I and our mom and our uncle and the rest of our company, we want to think of ourselves as innovators and disruptors and we are not going to sit idle and watch our company perish or die it, it's it's just not going to happen we are going to do everything that we can to survive this and then ultimately thrive because to say that we're thriving now that would be a lie we're 
we're on life support. No, we're not on life support, but we're we were we're, we, we were, were on- we were we were for, for for a while. We're doing what we had to do to survive to get through this. And if you want to, you have to work. If you want to, you have to think outside the box and you have to do, you have to be so customer focused. You can't think about what your, your opinion doesn't matter. You have to think about what your customer wants. And as long as you do that. It's the customer and the employee. I just want to expand on what you said, Eric. It's the customer and the employee. If you're not treating your employees like your customers, you're doing something wrong. You know, and we unfortunately had to fire 99% of our staff uh, when it, you know, when COVID hit. It was the last thing we wanted to do. You know, it was the last thing anybody wanted to do. Um, but in order to make sure there was a business on the other side of it, um, yeah. you know, th- yeah. it was it was it was necessary. You guys have the passion and drive to make everything better, which will come back as do most small business owners in the U.S. I want to believe a hundred percent that you are correct, Kevin, and that that I'll just stop it there. I want to say that most small business owners have the drive to make it work because mind you, we're a medium sized we're a medium sized business. We were on the high. We were on the we were in the top five companies in the United States globally, really, with car service. Uh, we weren't the size of Uber, but we weren't like a typical mom and pop, you know, wedding transportation company. We we were one of the bigger guys, and I mean, we technically still are. But uh, you know, to see you know, something that your parents built for fifty years, and we lost our father. I'm sure you know. I know we don't want to sound redundant, but we have a lot of new followers now on YouTube. We lost our father. Um, almost three years ago he died in february 2018 so we're coming up on the three-year anniversary and you know our dad would have never survived this if he would have seen you know bls was his first child right i was the middle child and eric was the baby um baby his huey. baby huey big luke of a child yeah no you know to it's... see him to see to see his business fall apart like this i mean this is another medium said it it was his legacy and it was and you know Eric and I are trying to continue his legacy, but it's it's hard, man. I mean, th- yeah, there's no and, there's no other way around it. So we, just for we branched out. Yeah, I mean, we but we've been branching out. I mean, this is the podcast isn't new. We started this podcast April 2019, and I mean, frankly, all it's done is cost April, us money. It was September 2019. No, it was April 2019, and frankly, all it's done is cost us money. But that's fine, you know, because it's an investment, and it most definitely is a labor of love, and it is with the uh purpose that we're going to become a big badass successful show with followers and yeah we want to make money at this absolutely and um we're we're working on it and we're 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 switching up the format the interviews that we've been doing have been successful. extraordinarily successful yeah, you know and like like we found a we found this this guy here hey fellas happy to see you guys collab with Frankie long time not seeing him with people we figured out Billy, that, thank you. I, uh, I just yeah. want to just—I just want to say, you know, normally we'll get transportation people commenting, we'll get friends and family commenting, we'll have old poker buddies. It's comment. amazing that we're past friends, family. Right. We're now on to uh, our our universe has expanded, and this guy—I I, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Billy. Hey, fellas, really happy to see you guys collaborate with Frankie. We had Frank Tufano on our podcast, and Frankie is—he is—he's a—he's a carnivore through and through. Uh, he's ripped beyond belief. He's got this really bad boy attitude, and I just like his content. I think he's funny to watch, and he's very educational. Yeah, look um, up Frank Frank Tofano on Frank, YouTube, and then also check out our interview. You'll learn all about him. Yeah, and and really, so like, 
you know, Eric and I had to come. We had to find out what we're going we to needed, do. We needed a hundred shows to figure out what we wanted to do. Right. And like we couldn't interview Frank or get the 500 subscribers when we had three shows because frankly, we had not, we, we didn't know what we were doing. We had to get comfortable talking in front of a camera, talking with a microphone, hearing ourselves talk after the fact. It took a long time to, to figure out our voice. And then we figure, and then, you know, th- through the help of this guy, David Rock, he's Gary V's. Um, D Rock. I don't know who David uh, yeah. When you said David Rock, I'm like, who the fuck D-Rock, is David Rock? He is, um, he is Gary V's videographer. Gary, Gary videographer. He helped with Team Gary V and stuff like that. And I reached out to him for help because I, want, I wanted to grow with the channel. And for those of you who, need help growing find people that are successful at what they're doing and ask questions majority of the time anthony robbins 101 eric majority of time they're going to be more than happy to give you help um so d rock helped us immensely and he's like you guys are putting out amazing content you just need an audience i'm like well how the hell do you make an audience and he's like invite people on your show that you find interesting that have followings and then if it's a good interview and they're going to share it on their social media, your audience will grow. So I that's, emailed, that's I, Billy. Yeah. And, I, emailed, and, I emailed Tom DeLauer and we got him on. I emailed Frankie. We got him on. But I would just want to mention this. We are not sticking with, with one subject here. We have vegan gains coming on and Eric and I know nothing about veganism, but I am so excited to talk to this guy because he has a following of 300,000 people plus, right? That's just on YouTube. I don't know. Right. I don't know what his Facebook is. I don't know what his, uh, his Twitter is, but he's a, he's a, a staunch hearted uh, vegan. And I can't wait to hear about his journey. This is not about left and right. This is not about carnivore vegan. This is not about, you know, boy versus girl. This is about all-inclusive talking to people what made them successful yeah. and that's the definition of what oak and bros is and like the people that we've had on we are fans of you know yeah and, yeah and, we love frankie yeah I, I love vegan gains these guys yeah. are great they're we, they're we great have... entertainers they put out content and and we want to learn from them and and having and talking to them actually you know it's like they're 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 influencers they're celebrities and being able to talk to them and pick their brain it just reinforces of what we're trying to do, and it's it's really exciting. We have Ivor Cummins coming on. We have George Anderson, the psychic medium, coming on. I have a few other emails out. Tristan Tristan Haggard. Tristan Haggard, who's who runs he Primal. Moved, listen Edge to Health. this. Listen to this. Tristan, he he did what like everybody <laughs> has dreamed of doing, dreamt of doing. He moved from L.A. I think L.A. I think yeah, it was L.A. He, California, and he's yeah. like screw it. He moved to Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Ecuador. He moved, he moved to Ecuador, bought a farm and he's living off goats and he's living off the land and he has, he's, he's totally off grid and he's a carnivore and he's all about natural eating. And he has pictures of his kids eating bones and milking goats and cows and just eating plantains and bananas. And he is, he's living his dream. And I so want to interview him to find out how did he have the balls? to do that this friday he's coming on and all it took was a cold email to his to his website saying hey you know hey listen we're huge fans would love to interview you and i want to hear about your journey our biggest successes were done through cold calling and through cold emails and through cold cold openings you know it's you can't discount that that if you want something you have to put it out there but for every single one of these people that were saying they're on the show there's 50 more emails per person that where nobody responded Mm -hmm. But that's you know, like pretty par for the course. Yeah. I'm actually shocked at how many people said yes. Um, yeah. Because, I, you know, I 
cold calling. I'm a pro at it. I've cold called my entire life. Right. And you know, you, the success rate is less than 1%. It's, it's hard. It's really yep. hard to get someone to buy your product, but it's how you make the cold call. My email to these people is big fans of your show because that really is the absolute truth. Eric and I are huge fans of your show. We have our own podcast. It's it's small now. We have a lot of followers on LinkedIn and YouTube. Um, but you know, we're, we're trying to grow it and we would love to hear about your journey. And that's it. And some people are saying yes, and, and some people aren't even getting back to me. But you know, and the only thing we ask for in return is a shout out on their social media, which has been going pretty well. The best one so far is the drinker. I mean, the critical drinker. If you guys want Will a good Jordan, show, man. you know, we talk about movies a lot on our um, on our evening streams and stuff. Uh, his he his opinions on movies are are really top notch. Listen to Will. Listen to Will Jordan, the, cr the critical drinker. Absolutely. Joanne Perrin said online, "Thank you for doing this. You're welcome, Joanne. Really, it's, this is not work to Eric and I." You know, people go, oh, you have to do, no, this is not work. This is thrilling. It's fun. It's exciting. And we enjoy it really and truly. And for people that, you know, we haven't come across the haters yet. We have to be a little more controversial. There, there, there are, there, I, I have gotten some haters, but I just delete those comments. Really? I, I didn't know. Oh, you're, you're, yeah. you're, 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 I'm moderate. I'm, I'm, I'm you're insulating me because I think we're like, oh, we're the greatest. No, good vibes only. All right, good. For, for one out of every, every hundred comments. They'll, they'll what did they say? What they say? What they say? Um, they'll say something obnoxious about the guest that we had on. Like what? Or, like what? I want to know this. No, I don't. Want, I don't want to say it. It's fine. It may. I, I don't. I don't want to say it. But um, they, they'll be, you know, genuinely trolly and not nice. But you know, just I'll make that Eric go away. And, Eric and our Eric and my goal is that we want to be like a Joe Rogan or a Howard Stern for people on YouTube. Thanks, Thanks Bruce. Bruce. Much love back to you. Um. We want to be like a Joe Rogan and a Howard Stern. We 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 feel that we have an opportunity here to listen to people as Eric. I consider Eric and I as babies, right? And we want to listen to people in their world and learn from their experiences and you know grow ourselves. Because we're, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a lot about ayahuasca because we're Eric doing this. Big, we're doing this as viewers first. So right. like we're interviewing people that that we watch that we want to learn more about and we hope that it translates to entertaining our viewers. And we're going to be doing DMT live on air. Eric and I are going to be smoking a lot of DMT and tripping on air. Yes. Because that's what Joe Rogan does and we want to be like Joe Rogan. You know, we're not going to fart into the microphones like Howard. That's what I was just about to say. No you weren't. Yeah. We really? Yeah. You and I you and I, <laughs> you and I are definitely brothers. Yeah. Yeah, no, we listen. We how many years? How many years, Eric? Did we listen to Howard? How many years? Years. I mean, yeah, for as long We're as going back from as, as long, uh, yeah, twenty years, thirty years. We, Eric and I used to drive to Queens. We live in North Long Island. We live in the North Shore of Long Island, and we would drive from our house every morning at five a.m. We would go to Astoria, which is where our base was. And this is, I mean, we're, we're on Long Island. What now? About eight years, nine, ten years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, we would we would sit and we would drive and like we we would listen to self-help books too that was a big part we listened to the science of getting rich and the secret of the ages and the power of your subconscious mind and everything but ultimately eric and i spent hours and hours we spent like an entire decade in a car driving back and forth on the lie and um we listen to howard we listen and this is before serious radio <laughs> you know this is right. really before serious radio got really big but we listen to howard um and then when howard moved over to serious i mean we were in the car when it happened and um you know, his interviews are 
you know, so inspirational to what we want to do. And now Joe Rogan's pretty much like that. So I want to open this up to if anybody had any questions or any comments or comments or things concerns. you want to turn. And also I want to say if you could follow Michael and I on Instagram and Twitter, that would be very cool. I am Eric Oaken. I am Michael Oaken. Yes, we you are. You can follow us on there. We put out content and um yeah, that and would be appreciated. And I'm entering this journey of, of my books, and I'm, I'm pointing to Monsterland that, yes, this is our podcast about interviews and teaching people and about our transportation company, but it's also, um, it you guys are going to be hearing about my journey um, in the entertainment industry. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not separating myself from the business. I'm still the president of BLS, and it's still part of, you know, the everyday, day-to-day operations, but um, I've been 20- writing books. 2020 and, is the year of that you can just do multiple things. Well, how long have I been writing books for? Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, it's it it's didn't just, really start it, to hit until now. It, it, it's become mainstream, you know, where you there's there's so many hours in a day, and what did we talk about? What did we talk? I'm sorry for interrupting you. What did okay. we talk about? I interrupted you. Yes, you did. What did we talk about the other day where people didn't want to reinvent themselves? We, we were at mom's house with Sharon and Jen and the kids. And we were sitting and saying, like, how could you not be doing multiple things in 2020? Right. Was that was that over the I phone? Think it was, or did I, I think dream it was that? live. Was that live? Um. Yeah. Well, let's see what Bob had to say here. I knew and collaborated with Joe Rogan when he worked security at Great Woods here in Boston Market. Great Woods is our local shed for live concert entertainment. It's very yeah, cool. He's Joe Rogan. It's is amazing where special. he where he came he from. He was a vi- he was a visionary. Yep. He was a visionary. He's been podcasting. I watched he was actually he was interviewing Jordan Peterson. And Jordan Peterson Joe Rogan asked, like, why am I successful? And then Joe and then Jordan Peterson like just nailed it. Why why Joe Rogan became successful? And it's because he's he's unapologetic and he says what he thinks. And um Yeah, well I'm unapologetic too, so fuck you. Yeah. Does that make me successful? It's just his style. It's just his Listen, aura, I, his energy I mean, just works. Really, honestly and truly, Eric, would you want to be a shock jock? I mean, like uh, that was never no, in my cards. I want to be. I want to be us. And I think that. Listen, why did we start our podcast? Because we realized that when we would go out selling for, at, for BLS, we were good at it, and it was fun. And to go to the Palm and go take twenty people out for lunch, or take one person out for dinner, or or whatever we were doing. It was fun and it was, and it was successful, and we would nail the account and we'd create friendships and um, we'd create long lasting relationships with these people. And, and, and we thought, let's take the show on the road. Right? That's exactly right. And That's really it. and truly, when you're taught, it was Gary V, right? Gary V. Well, he, he, he gave the playbook on how it's done. And I will say that I was creating micro clips, micro clips. Um, for a really long time and um, it wasn't getting me it wasn't getting me views the way that I wanted to get and it did it it got me noticed within our industry but it didn't get it didn't get wide right and I was talking to D-Rock about it and D-Rock's like you need an audience he's like you stop he's like stop focusing so much on the clips and focus on building the audience and that's when we decided that you know we have to go on other people's shows which is harder than getting people on your shows. So we're trying to go on other people's shows to try and get our name out there. And then we're inviting people that have audiences onto our show. But it it took us 15 months to figure that out. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you, <laughs> you thought know? the audience, you thought your audience was purely LinkedIn and LinkedIn yeah. was definitely a first baby step for mm -hmm. our evolution in podcasting and in business. Got our and it, it, we, we dipped our toes in, in social media, but there's, there's obviously there's way more beyond LinkedIn. I mean, you have guys, we have an interview coming up this Thursday with Jonathan Palmar. He is LinkedIn guru 101. If you want to know how to, he be looks like Jason Momoa. Yeah. He looks like a LinkedIn Jason Momoa. You look up Jason Palmar, P, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Palmar, P-A-L-M-A-R. Uh, he's We're launching on a Thursday night. Well, that interview will be released and he'll basically tell you exactly what you have to do to become successful on LinkedIn. What are you re refluxing? What are you refluxing? I had, chicken, at... I had chicken sausage with eggs for breakfast. He's like, oh, <laughs> listen to Jonathan. Oh, listen to Jonathan. Oh, listen to Jonathan Palmer. He's, oh, he's just, he's the, oh, he's the greatest. Sometimes it's just, I can't do me a favor. It. Fast in the morning before our Monday morning motivation, please. Because you're just, I'm not sitting here thinking he's hiccuping and burping. And I didn't you know, burp. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> but yeah jonathan palmar he tells you how to be successful on linkedin that show is coming out thursday night hoping that that will expand our linkedin presence a little bit because he has fifty thousand followers there and hoping i'm sure you follow his boss his boss is shay robottom she has i don't know who the hell that was until you mentioned it yeah no she has close to six hundred thousand followers on linkedin they put out amazing content absolutely amazing content like um, like saturday night live type skits on yeah, linkedin amazing just I, amazing what they're doing and his life is is built on linkedin and he's yeah, but, generating but we learned we learned a lot about him and that's the whole point and that was um, a dm on linkedin hey do you want to be on our show wrote me back a day later and he's like yep i'm like i can ascribe great. that every single relationship i have at bls out like every customer has been through a cold call literally has been just me knocking down their door saying, Hey, listen, you know, I own a transportation company. I'd love for you to come use us. Every, I'm applying the same techniques to our interviews. It's literally, I literally wrote the critical drinker asking him for an interview. I literally wrote Frank Tofano and said, Hey dude, we love your shit. You want to come on our podcast? We're not big. Well, listen, those are the wins. Those are the wins. But behind every one of those is like I said, is 50 that haven't. Yeah, but that's. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm doing a better hit ratio. My my whole my 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 point is that if you want to be successful, if you want to find a job, or you want to find the job of your dreams, or you want to start a business, it takes a lot of misses, a lot of misses, a lot of heartache, a lot of lot of dead silence. Well, go back to the critical drinkers. How many how many episodes did he have to do till he finally hit five hundred thousand subscribers? Yeah, he was at right where we're at now, and then his channel he put Ooh, out. Wow. I, his channel blew up. He was at four or 500 subs and then he blew up to 10,000 subscribers overnight. He said he was getting like 2,500 new subs every hour, you know, which is just, you know, it's amazing. And, uh, which I hope that we can do. But at the beginning of the show, we were at 504 subscribers. Let's see where we're at now. 504. 505. But I'll take it. Just great. This morning when you said we hit 500, that was about nine o'clock this morning. So we've added five more subscribers in two and a half hours. Yeah. Which is very exciting that we have an audience of 500 people that are listening to us. Not all of them, but. Yeah. If you do not ask, you do not get. I think that is. Rule number that's one. That's the moral of the story. Moral of this podcast. And um, we just wanted to give people a little bit of background of 
how things are going at BLS. It's okay. We're mud- we're we're mud- we're muddling through it. Um, we're innovating. We're putting out a lot of new ideas to make our to make our customers feel comfortable. I really don't want to get political because I don't want no, to. No, don't, don't. I don't well, want to. I'm not, but I can't wait for the election to be over. Really and truly and genuinely, I cannot wait for this election to be over. And just we have a, uh, we you have know, we, we don't, we don't advertise. I don't know what the UMA is, um, but we do not advertise to the LA. We're members, but we don't advertise. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we don't. If if affiliate work is is your primary business, it would be prudent for you to advertise at the NLA and network with the NLA. But affiliate business is not our primary business. We do the entertainment industry. When we when we went to the NLA show, um, we had a booth because we wanted a place for all of our affiliates Affiliate. and future affiliates to come meet us. How many affiliates do we have? Thousands, many, yeah. many, many thousands. Yeah, and we treat our affiliates like we treat our employees, like we, shit. Garbage. No. We um we have a philosophy at BLS and it's a philosophy in our life. And you should treat everybody like your number one client. Treat everybody like the person who pays you the most. And you have no idea how amazing that will pay off in the long run. Where you we treat every guest that we have on the show like they're a rock star and we treat every one of our customers like they're our number one customer we treat every single employee like they're our number one employee and yes you're gonna get taken advantage of not everybody is going to give back the same but that's okay who cares it's their loss it's not yours right as long as you came out above it and really don't so like eric said that there's been criticism on our on our um YouTube and it's not really criticism against Eric and me, but it's more criticism along to the guest or something. We're not going to uh, we're not going to mess with negative bullshit. You know, the people they can they can hate all they want, but that party <laughs> you threw in us in Vegas was amazing. Thank you. And just for the record, I think we just finished paying it off. <laughs> that was in February. <laughs> so I mean, we would have had it paid off in thirty days, but then you know. Oh, that COVID was in February, happened. and then COVID happened in March. I, was that yeah, Mandalay, yeah, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay worked with us on that. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, uh, I don't like to say who are clients and whatnot, but we work with Mandalay Bay. Yes, but we do. We don't. Uh, I unfortunately wasn't there. I had the flu, and then I had vertigo, and uh, I couldn't get on a plane. The, you know, I just did not feel up to it. But yeah, it's, looks like it's pretty much done. Uh, you know, definitely in a really good place. I'm I now. So. I hope so because I can't. Week. I can't freaking listen to it anymore. It's ten months, Eric. You ever have something for ten months? Yes. Consistently. Yes. Children. <laughs> yes. Non- both of my kids. Nonstop. Nonstop. Twenty four hours a day. Yeah. But. So what's everyone doing today? What's everyone? Yeah. So let me ask you a question. So like, I just for, this guy asked me to be his friend, right? And he's friends with a few of the other people. I'm not going to say who it is. Joanne just said great motivation. Thank you. And like I, I accepted his friend request because he, we had 45 mutual connections. He wrote me hello and then just wrote me a hello, dear. Like, do these people think I'm going to write them back? Like I'm unfriending him. What is with people? Yeah, I'll, I'll get I've never up. known that I had this many. I had I have a hundred porn stars wanting to be friends with me on Facebook. Yeah. These big busty women from all over the world wanting to be my friend. Who has time to send this shit out to people? And who accepts Ooh, these? Michael, the, 
this is for you. Just jumping back to your vertigo comment. Paula says, oh, no, vertigo. I have a two physical therapy has saved me. It's something that you should look into. Paula, if it's if it's going to keep getting worse, Eric, yes. Paula, did you do the Epley maneuver? Because that's the one thing I do not want to do because it creates the vertigo and it moves the rocks. But I'm feeling a thousand times better, but it's still there. This week has been the best week I've had in 10 months. Please, God, Paula, make it go away. Every you, episode, it gets brought up. The majority of the episodes. Listen, I have to be transparent. Yes. Obviously, you have to be honest when you have a show. I can't sit and like... Because, just, but like, I just want to say you have to be honest when you have a show because there would be no possible way you can keep up with lies. Like You would have to be so consistent yeah. with your lies and the things that you make up. It's practically impossible not to be honest on this thing because it's honesty is the best policy because it's it's too hard to keep track of the shit that you say. Absolutely, 100%. And it's really funny, <laughs> Eric. That's absolutely brilliant. She said, do it. Do the Apple. It's, it's not yeah. so bad. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But that's just ugh, the Apple maneuver. The thing freaks me out. They hang your head off the edge of the bed. I will, Paula. I will. I can't believe how many people actually have had vertigo. Okay, One in two people. No, let's make this about the vertigo episode, Eric. This is about me. And title is the Vertigo episode with Michael and Aaron. No, it's definitely better. I'm definitely, I'm feeling, I'm feeling well. But my doctor scared the shit out of me, my primary care doctor, where he's like, do not do the Epley maneuver. It'll make it worse. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's right when it first happened. I really, I went to the hospital that morning. I thought I was having a stroke. It was that scary. It was that scary. But it's good now. So you want to do ayahuasca on, on air? I think we should. We should be like Joe Rogan and we should do ayahuasca and like, like a, trip. start with like a glass of bourbon or something. Take, you know, I want to do a baby steps. You want to hear about like my, my big aspirations. I was like, we're going to do this podcast seven days a week. It's the greatest thing ever. Friday. I was like, we're going to do a, a, a happy hour. Everyone's going to be drinking with us. It's going to be like, I'm, I'm a team player. Like if Michael's that passionate about something, yeah, like I'll, 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 I'll model through. If I'm that against it or I'm like, I'm that exhausted. Absolutely like, not. Absolutely not. Yeah. But like, I'm like, you know, I'm only through it. And then yeah. like, was it Thursday night or was it Friday no, it was morning? Friday morning. I said, Friday Eric, morning, Michael calls me and he's like, night. he's like, I can't do the podcast. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I don't, I think we ready. will do it. I think we will I think doing it. I think doing it three or four days a week is plenty, but you don't, you, you don't understand Michael. And this is for all my video editors out there that to keep up on the maintenance of this thing, it's a lot of work, bro. Not complaining, yes, but you like you're, you're complaining so much right now, and I don't. It's listen. it's a lot of work to do this Let's shit. Talk about, Let's talk about me. So anyway, I had vertigo January twenty first, coming on the one year anniversary of my vertigo. Yes, and so what's everyone doing this week? What's everyone doing this week for their for their business, for their friends, for their family? What's everyone's week look like? What's everyone doing to motivate themselves to keep uh, to keep up with the times? We're nine days out. Maybe a half hour participants. Charming. We can do that on a Wednesday. We can do that on one of our Wednesday nights. Do we're do? Oh, what are we doing this Wednesday night? You want this Wednesday night? You want a preview? Want a preview? Hold on. I don't know if I can put this on. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. This is not going to work. Why? Because I can't. I can't really hear. What? All right, take it off. We'll figure it out on Wednesday. You sound like, I don't want to say what you sound like. This is the way. 
this is the way. Eric. But yeah, we're having a uh, we're, we're having a Halloween theme special on Wednesday. So wear your favorite costume and mask. That's what and I maybe, look like. And maybe, maybe we'll have somebody on the air. Eric, take off your your headsets because now no one knows what we look like. This is what we look like, by the way. Oh, Big God. head. I feel like the the I just headsets. My head. Head. Yeah, I don't know why you shave your head. I don't know why you don't because it's patchy. You see over there, it's patchy. Yeah. It's patchy over here. It's like patchy over here. So might as well just keep it all off. Should do. We should get those transplants. We should get the doll hair. Happy hour once a month would not be bad for like a Wednesday night. Maybe like, I think we're going to be live on election night, or no, it's two the first Tuesday in November. So yeah. we'll be live the day after. We'll we'll be live that day too. Listen, I think with that, we're going to go. We got, actually, we have our, our noon meeting. So let's go get prepped for that. And, Everyone, um, have a ridiculous week. Thanks for all tuning in. And to the new listeners out there, thank you for joining us. This is a really exciting time for Eric and follow I. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on on uh, on uh, Instagram. Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We have Facebook profiles. Follow Oaken Bros on Facebook. On... We have a lot of awesome, awesome interviews coming up. And it's going to be from different communities, the carnivore community, the vegan community. Just anything community. anything that we're interested in and anything that we think that our viewers will be interested that's what we're going to be doing and we're never gonna we're never gonna give up on limos we're always going to continue talking about that because it's just such a huge portion of our life and maybe that will before you before you say that that like when people think limos like i think we're like, gonna oh, educate it, gary v is taught he does he does pokemon cards for crying out loud all right we can talk about our passion too I think there's nothing wrong with it. And I think that if we have, if we are blessed enough that we can have a hundred thousand subscribers and we can educate them on the show for ground transportation industry, that would be amazing. And be amazing. And Uber we can, is toxic, toxic yes, and we can, and we can teach and we can tell them how Uber is, is terrible and we can educate them on that. I think that would be amazing. And that's what we're going to do. We're, we're staying in our lane. We're talking about what we know, which isn't a lot. And that's why it's easy to stay in our lane. I I hate I hate that you just said that. I really I well, absolutely we were staying we're staying that. in that we're staying we're staying in our na in our we, lane. We're not we I'm not claiming to know stuff about politics or about the law or about schooling or about anything like that. We're staying in our lane. We like we like movies. We like diet. We like exercise. We like interviewing people and we like limos and we like law of attraction. I think and if we stay in those lanes, it's going to be great. And restaurants and steakhouses. Yeah, if those exist in, at all anymore. All right. We got to run. Love you guys. Everyone Peace like, out. subscribe, leave comments and share and tell everybody about this awesome podcast that my bro and I are doing. Thursday, Jason Palmar live. Well, not live, but Jonathan, you've botched his name three times already. This podcast, Jonathan Palmar. Jonathan love you. Palmar. Love you guys. Bye. Love you all. Bye. -bye.